Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire and I'm so excited and thankful to have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and yes, the years to come. One thing that has been burning within my heart the last couple of weeks, really it has been the last couple of weeks, I wish I could say this has been something that I've been meditating on and thinking about for months or even years, but really has gripped my heart over the last couple of weeks is this idea of failure. You see, whether it's on a large scale or small scale, we all experience failure at some point. And being someone who can err on the love of pleasing or impressing others, the word failure doesn't settle well with me. I struggle with it. I I don't want to fail. And I'm sure if you're listening to this and if you're a human being, you've got breath in your lungs, failure is not something that you're striving for. It's not something that you're seeking out. Uh, And especially in this current climate of our culture, we live in a world that doesn't really accept failure very well. And this is the part where I've been really challenged with failure lately. And it's that when we see someone make a mistake or fail in a very public way, we are very quick to count that individual out. They are no longer relevant to the world or to our lives in any kind of way. We chalk up their past successes and their futures to as good as garbage, honestly. And I'm not calling out the masses on this. I'm calling myself out. When someone I know, or maybe I can use the word we here, when someone we know makes a mistake, especially one that a mistake that goes against our core values, it is so much easier to write those people off than it is to instead embrace them and walk with them forward. And I've been thinking about this, I guess, in the sense of when I hear about people making mistakes, whether it's a leader or a celebrity or some kind of, I don't know, I guess leader in the world, just some kind of individual really, why is it that I've been so challenged by seeing people get written off so quickly? And I guess because what keeps coming back to my mind is when I see people make mistakes and then people mocking them or um, trying to ruin their lives in all seriousness, I think to myself, that could very easily be me that is making that kind of mistake. That could very easily be me who did something that is out of character for myself in a moment where I will need grace and forgiveness. And if I'm being honest, it could very easily be you too. And I imagine if I was the one who made a major mistake, yes, I would absolutely want to be held accountable and to have consequences because I know accountability and consequences are part of the deal of making mistakes. And they're also a part of moving forward. But I would also hope that someone, that anyone would love me enough to still see hope and a future for me. Again, I'm making this very clear. If I were to make a major mistake, if I were to fail in a way that is so counter my core values, counter the communities that I walk in, I would want accountability to still be intact. I I would want to be held accountable 
for my choices. And I would still want for the consequences to be experienced because that's wrong. If accountability and consequences aren't there when somebody makes a mistake, they're going to make the mistake again. But I will say this, I hope that someone, anyone would love me enough to still see hope in a future for me. When someone makes a mistake, what is our first reaction? It's typically we're angry, we feel hurt, we feel offended, we feel betrayed in some kind of way, which are all very natural responses. There's nothing, I guess, wrong with that feeling or that response. But is that going to be the way that you live out your response in the days and weeks, months, and years to come when it comes to that person? You see, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I look at Jesus and I see how he responds to those who are in places that have made major mistakes and what he does to bring accountability, to bring correction and consequences, but to also bring hope for the future. As a follower of Jesus, if if you consider yourself a follower of Jesus, It is our mission, it is our mandate to live as Jesus would when it comes to responding to other people's failures. And how does Jesus respond to people's failures? I see all throughout his his narrative of his life through the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the beginning of Acts that he invites people in the midst of failure to learn, grow, and to still be loved. Learn, grow, and to still be loved. I see this happen with the woman at the well, the woman caught in the act of adultery. I see it with the apostle, his best friend, Peter. I see it with uh, Martha. I see it with so many different people in scripture who are in places where they aren't making the wisest or biblical choices. And Jesus responds to them in such a beautiful way. Does he accept their failure and say, hey, it's okay? No. But he doesn't leave them out to dry. He doesn't write them off. Jesus makes a way for them to learn, grow, and still be loved. So here are a couple truths that I have observed in the scriptures over the last couple weeks as I've been pressing into this idea of responding to people's failure. And this is how I see Jesus' response to people's failure in the scripture. The first thing I see is when people fail, the first thing that Jesus does is that he draws near. He draws near. You see, uh, in counseling, we have this thing where we say that the antidote for shame is presence. Presence. When somebody makes a mistake, when somebody fails, whether on a small or large scale, one of the greatest ways you can respond to them instead of drawing back is instead pressing in. Drawing near. Isolation does not help anyone move forward from failure. It actually just adds to the weight of the anxiety and the sadness and the brokenness. It leaves people, isolation leaves people where they're at. Whereas presence, a helping relationship, just the presence of someone in their lives can be the very thing that helps lift shame and helps them to be motivated to move forward. 
I know it can be really hard. I can think of people in my life who've made a mistake. And this is where the Lord has really challenged me the last couple of weeks that when they made that mistake, I withdrew. Because in a lot of ways, I was upset. I felt hurt. I was confused. And so I didn't say anything to them. Not even just a simple, I love you and I'm here for you. Or, hey, I'm thinking about you. And I see now, years removed from some of those situations, how maybe I could have responded, how I know I could have responded differently by simply drawing near. When everybody else begins to pull back, I will press in. Again, depending on what the failure the person made, you're going to have boundaries. You're going to be careful, but you're going to let them know that you are available for them, that you love them, that you still see a hope and a future for them. Drawing near. Drawing near. I think that's one of the most powerful things we can do when somebody fails. Drawing near. And this, again, could be a simple text message to start. A card in the mail. A phone call. Or a short coffee date. Drawing near to the person. I can think of in my own life, and maybe you can think in your life, when I've made a mistake And instead of people in my life, when they were made aware of, you know, when I didn't do what it is I know I needed to do, instead of them like running from me, they said, I love you, Anna. I'm here for you. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to help champion you through this. Man, that was one of the greatest gifts and blessings that I could have ever received. So the first thing for responding to other people's failure is draw near. The second thing that I see Jesus do, again, time and time again in, in scripture, for responding to failure is encourage the individual to stay the course. Because we believe in accountability and we believe in consequences for your choices, we need to encourage people to stay the course, not to tap out or to quit simply because they don't want to experience the accountability or the consequences encourage the person to stay the course so this could be something like yes there are going to be consequences for the choices you made yes you're going to have to give some answers for those things but you can stay the course you can grow from this and as a result of staying the course you are going to be a more strong a healthier uh more full and whole individual. Don't back down. Stay the course. Stay the course. Stay the course. Again, we would not be, once we draw near, we would not be a good friend to be like, no big deal. No need to apologize. Like, let's just like pretend like this didn't happen. It's, you know, water under the bridge. No, that would not make us a good friend or a good helping individual. What does is encouraging them to stay the course, to live out the accountability and the consequences that there may be as a result of the choices they made because you don't want to see them make those choices again. Again, if there is no accountability or consequences, people are going to keep making those harmful failures, those harmful mistakes, those harmful choices because they didn't experience the weight of what those choices were bringing into their lives. So You want to encourage the people to stay the course. And the third thing, which I think is 
amazing. Again, you see this in scripture, Jesus doing this time and time again is challenged for a better tomorrow. And the, the, where I pull this from is where Jesus is with the woman who's caught in the act of adultery. He says, you know, I don't condemn you for your sin. Now go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. You see, Jesus didn't want this woman to continue to live in the brokenness and in the choices that she was making. So he challenged her for a better tomorrow. How can you respond to people who have made mistakes, who have failed, as you challenge them for a better tomorrow? Hey, I love you. I'm not going anywhere. Yes, there are going to be consequences. Yes, you're going to have to give some answers and there's going to be people you're going to have to be accountable to. But I believe that you weren't created to live this way. And that starting now, that your tomorrows, that your future can look different because you choose to stop making these choices. Simple statements. You're going to challenge for a better tomorrow. Again, coming back to that encourage to stay the course, we would not be a good friend, a good helping person in this situation if we weren't challenging the person to grow from the situation. See, what I'm not saying in this conversation is that we just pat people on the back and we say, oh, you made a mistake. Oh, bummer. Well, you know what? We'll just let the the flames of it die down and then, you know what? We'll get back in the saddle. No, what we're going to say is, hey, we're going to have the consequences and the accountability. And you know what? You're going to make better choices starting tomorrow. And you know what? I'm going to be here to help you do that. I'm going to be here to help you do that. Here's something else that I've been reflecting on when it comes to this area of failure and responding to other people's failures. And again, this has been really convicting for me personally. And is this, that maybe failures are happening at such a large scale because when things are quote unquote small, people don't feel safe to come to us. I'm going to say that again. Maybe failures are happening at such a large scale. Again, we're seeing things happening all across the board in all realms of work, in all realms of leadership. Maybe it's happening at such a large scale because when things are quote unquote small, people don't feel safe to come to us. And then it blows up to something big. So I guess the challenge that I'm just like, working through right now that Jesus is really and the Holy Spirit is speaking to me personally is that I want to be someone that goes against what is natural for my humanity and love people past their failures. And I also want to be someone that by the grace of the Holy Spirit is available for people to talk to, to share the big things in life and the little things in life, to come forward with any kind of pain that they may have. I want to be somebody that embodies and lives out Jesus's way of doing things, never throwing in the towel on anyone for any reason. I want to be the kind of individual that people feel safe with, that when things are quote unquote small, they can come to me, that I'm not going to be a person that writes people off. Instead, I want to be the kind of person that Jesus is, somebody that Somebody that draws near, somebody that encourages you to stay the course, and someone that challenges you for a better tomorrow. Man, I hope that's the declaration and the passion of all of our hearts, that we would not be people that write people off, 
And that when people make mistakes, that we would also put ourselves in their shoes. Because again, it could so, we're all humans. It could so easily be us that are making major mistakes, that are making choices that go so against our core values and the communities we find ourselves in. May we be people that embodies and lives out Jesus' way of doing things, never throwing in the towel on anyone for any reason. So three simple ways to respond to people who are in the midst of failure. First, draw near. Second, encourage to stay the course. Three, challenge for a better tomorrow. A super simple conversation we've had today, but I believe a profound one if we meditate on it and allow the Lord to work on our hearts, to really go against what is natural for us as humans to want to draw away from and cut people out who have made mistakes. Friend, I love you so much and I believe in you as an individual, and as the kind of person who embodies the way of Jesus, that embodies the way Jesus responds to people who have made mistakes, who have failed on a small and large scale. May you today be encouraged and challenged, just like I am encouraged and challenged, to so intentionally in this area, because I desperately want to reap abundantly in this area in the days, weeks, months to come. I'm cheering you on. Can't wait to talk to you next week.